Hey everybody, my name's Sean. I'm Joe. And today we're going to be talking about exercise culture. This mm. is Let's Drink About. And what are you drinking right now, Sean? I'm drinking a mimosa uh, with Cook's, not a sponsor, extra mm. dry. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so, what is this exercise culture? What I mean by exercise culture is, you know, the glamorization, I guess, of exercise and kind of just making it, this is hard. This is hard to do. Mm, I, I know what you're you, trying you to say. You know what I'm trying to I, say. I, I know exactly what you're trying to say, but if, how do you articulate I don't know if everybody out there knows what I'm trying to say. I guess they're selling this idea that if you exercise and you go to the gym every day and, and you just become this like exercise fiend, it's going to make you a better person. And I think that people are missing the bigger point about this, about exercise in general. It's just supposed to make you healthy. You're supposed to balance your life with physical activity um, in a way that you become a happier, healthier person. But there are these people that they just exercise because that's their life, right? Like these influencers on Instagram, for instance, they use exercise to make money. It is commoditized. It is commercialized. And they do it in a way uh, where it becomes glamorized, where people think that, oh, all I need to do is exercise and then I'll be happier in my life. Or you'll look like the person who is being portrayed. Who just goes to the gym all the time and does squats and lifts weights and stuff. So, would you go as far as saying it is like in our technologically advanced world that's currently advancing, it is our Vogue, it is our Cosmo magazines that were way back then, way back so. then making people feel just as bad as they feel now. You know what I think so? And I think, well, to deviate a little bit from the exercise thing, I think the whole Instagram culture and Snapchat and everything, that is all contributing to that. I think Instagram is our Vogue and is our Gucci or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's our, I don't know if Gucci's, not so bad. Oh, I mean, not is, we're not, not a sponsor, but <laughs> yeah, no Gucci sponsoring. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing my my clean Gucci's right now. You know, yeah, mm. yeah. No, as as a hefty little boy, um, looking through all that shit that made me feel bad, and I yeah, guess man. I guess you're definitely right. There's a little part of me that when I do look at all these gym fiends or all these commercialized accounts that are really only doing it well, this is hard to articulate. Um, no, it is. Well, I'll let you think about it for a little while, but. First off, I want to say when you said Gucci, it reminded me of uh, body bags that um, it's not Versace. Versace did not make the body bags. Shit, who made the body bags? Body bags? Yeah. What? No, there was like this high class body bag. Really? Yeah, it wasn't Gucci. It was um, Prada? Prada. It was Prada. Prada body bags. Like legit trying to sell it to like government agencies? If you saw the commercial, dude, you'd be fucking going crazy. Was, what? I'll show you later. When we're off air, but uh, yeah, Prada made body, Prada made body bags. Wow. Everybody, look it up. Okay. Look up the ad. I'm pretty sure it's Prada. If it's not, you can just like get mad at me and yell at me and cuss me out and whatever. Message him on Facebook. Uh, yeah, <laughs> message me on Facebook. He's not gonna respond. I'll deny that message because mm. you can do that. Uh, anyway, so can we can we digress from the whole exercise culture and get into the little bit of the commercialization of pretty much everything with the not the rebirth of just the birth of social media the people have a voice everywhere you can you have your own platform and yeah. overnight you can be famous oh yeah we can digress a little bit but i want to get back to it but oh, definitely but no i agree um social media as a whole is just it's it's kind of becoming toxic i mean a lot of people are finding a way to balance it and a lot of people are finding a way to uh, profit off of it 
whether that a profit be um, fame, not necessarily fortune. If you not know, profit, I mean, they gain like notoriety or right fame, followers, yeah. whatever. Like that Chewbacca lady who got that mask. Oh yeah. Or the fucking yodeling kid, like overnight. He I mean, was that, playing at Coachella. A lot of the stuff even goes back into like email and like when people started just forwarding emails, mm-hmm. people became popular around whether people knew who it was or not. Um, it's just with the vast majority of people being able to communicate over the web with other parts of the earth um, and everybody being able to see something at once, it's it's really easy to get out there, but it's a kind of a luck of the draw kind of thing. And I know we're digressing a little bit here and I don't want to dive too deep, but Sean, let me ask you this one question. Do we get information too quickly these days? Too instantaneously to where that when we're not able to, it it causes a panic. Yeah, for sure. Like, yes. When my phone is off, I feel like the world is ending. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're naked, right? I feel like or- I'm more than naked. I feel like I'm inside out. Oh. Yeah. Can we can we just can we unpack that a little bit? Yeah, we can unpack. I, mean, I feel naked, but I don't know what inside out feels like. Well, it's so like when you feel naked, you feel exposed, right? Mm. Cut off from something that you've been so comfortable with, like clothes. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's more comforting than clothes? Being right side in. A smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Mm. So when I say I feel inside out, I mean that there's so much I know. I could be experiencing and I feel cut off from it and I feel like, I don't know. I just wanted to go one step further. I don't have an explanation. No, 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 no. I I totally get that. No, I get what you're saying. Um, But my take on before you said cut off from it, I thought we meant that like, for instance, say something crazy happened to you and you didn't have the potential or the ability to share it at a moment's notice if you could. So you're less, you're cut off from something and more, Something's cut off, cut off from you. So you're more like you don't you don't care so much as the information that's coming in, but you care more about the information getting out. Yeah, I mean at least that's where my mind goes to when you talk about being cut off from pertinent information. But anyways, I guess that's true. I mean, and then at the same time, what compels us to share? Is it some deeper feeling like we want to express ourselves, but well, this it's whole kind of behind a veil. Well, yeah, and this the whole social media should we call it a plight? This whole social media wave I think that we're gonna lifted look- that veil. So there is no secrets. There are no privacy. Like the guy. Um, I want to counter that. I'd like to counter that. I want to. Go, give, me, give me your example. But- no, 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 no. I was going to say the, the turtleneck dude from the uh, Clinton and Trump debate. Oh, yeah. 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 So literally overnight, he gained. He gained massive notoriety. Everyone knew who he was. And then they started looking into his um, 4chan history mm-hmm. or, you know, his internet usage history. And they found out he was a pervert like the rest of us. Okay. Or he's... Okay, I'm sorry. No, he, no, 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 no. He I'm said saying, some okay. questionable things. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. No, I'm just saying... I get where you're coming from now that you gave me that example. I just initially said that I wanted to counter that. What? You said that... It takes away our privacy, right? Oh, or it we, takes down that veil. We it lifts the veil, and we willingly sacrifice our privacy for notoriety. For oh no, I'm sorry, for the chance at notoriety. Okay, that makes sense. And I was just looking at it in the opposite sense, in that uh, it gives us a, an opportunity to portray 
our personalities in a certain way. And that goes back to the whole gym culture thing. The whole, like, you know. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> no, elaborate. The, I, I want to ask the whole, the whole fitness culture, I mean, like, they're not, and God, I hope not, like, some people might, but they're not at the gym 24-7. But yet, that's all their paid shows, right? They, they're real people. Yeah. And yet, they're putting no, on this mask of... It is a mask in some senses. And, and you know, it may not always be totally that's their only internet persona um but i think part of it is there's a mask and that's another thing with social media is it allows us to create these different personalities on different platforms it's like on instagram you could be um on instagram you could be the you know gym rat and then on snapchat you could be like the party you're at like you know you could be going to parties on snapchat and sharing those stories and um, on Facebook, where you have your family, you can be just yeah posting stuff about your family. Oh, definitely. So it I mean, shapes these personalities. And then from those personalities, people draw influences. And I think that goes back to what you said about uh, getting information too quickly. And I think in such high volumes is not good, I guess. For we're, no, we're psyche. inundated. Like, I mean... Growing up, there was always like, oh, there's that, there's this weird guy walking around, you know, there, or, you know, we knew things not to do, but today in this day and age, we're so inundated with information, like all these, like the whole making of a murderer thing when that came out. I never watched that. I, I never watched that either, but okay. it, it made, it made headlines. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Anyways, it's just, we're so inundated with information that way back when, before we had all this information, we we knew the generalities of what to do and what not to do, but now that we know everything, everyone is terrified. This instantaneous information, not that that stuff didn't happen, not that that stuff wasn't out there already, but the fact that we're fed, we're, no, we're force fed it in mass quantities so much so that we cannot handle it to where that our only option or most people's options are to panic. I see that. It's we're getting so much without time to process it. Yeah. Like even the news these days. No, I, I know. And I feel like, I don't know. I was watching the news the other day or I was like listening to it in the background. Uh, no, this was yesterday, not the other day. Um, a lot of the news is just, you know, banter. And it's like, mm-hmm. not a, it's not objective at all. It's completely subjective depending on the anchor, anchor or the news company. It, I feel like there's so much information that they have to kind of dilute it with opinion and um, kind of just go off of the normal flow of what news should be and and fill in the rest instead of just berating and 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 just filling it up with all the information they can. Do you ever watch? Make sense? Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely totally understand what you're talking about. But do you ever? I mean, I don't have cable. Do you ever watch like the regular news in the morning and then watch it at night again? No, or... fuck that. I'm not eighty. <laughs> uh, well, have you have you seen the the same news channel in the same day? No. It is cyclical. Really? Yes. So they'll talk about something, and then so like say there's a wild like the wildfire like campfire, right? Mm-hmm. So say they'll mention that, and they'll mention they'll mention like oh. I don't, I'm, and I'm not trying to come up with an exorbitant number, but I don't know how many, exactly how many people died. But um, say they have a statistic, like X amount of people died. Mm-hmm. And then later that day, they'll come up and they'll be like, well, this, X amount of people still died, but this is going on. So they're, they're recycling that information, adding bits and pieces to get you to still watch it. Hmm. It's more, it's more view grabbing rather than 
what news should be, which is objective and informative and sticking to the truth and not opinion based. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It's kind of fucked up. No, it's, it's pretty fucked up because, I mean, again, as with this whole like fitness culture thing, news is also commoditized. There's no way that it can't be commoditized. They're doing it to make money. So any way that they can make the money um, and stick to their ideals that they've aligned themselves with as a news company, um, they'll do because you know that's profitable for them and it, it keeps their viewers keeps their followers and it more than anything allows them to make money. Um, news is no longer about getting information out. It's about making money. It's about making money and keeping views. Would you go as, and this is a bit of a leap and I'm doing this on purpose. Would you go as far to say that the news is not, Not is walking, is our news stations today are walking the lines of fear mongering. Yeah, no, propaganda is the word that, okay. that comes to mind, especially with what I was hearing the other day uh, or yesterday. I keep saying the other day. Um, <laughs> and I, I was watching. I was watching Fox News, or my dad was watching Fox News, mm-hmm. and uh, dude, like, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, it's all opinion. Mm-hmm. It's all opinion, and it was pissing me off. And uh, I didn't want to say it because not not to disparage one news channel of the other. CNN does it; they all do it. No, they all do. Yeah. I was just saying what I was watching. Okay. No, they all give opinion, and then they all like attack the other, the opposite party. The yeah. world is so polarized. For sure. Is it because of this instantaneous information? I think so. It definitely does create a dissonance. It cre- it creates an opposition. The way that we get our information, because our information that we receive, I think, is polarized in its own, in itself. Mm-hmm. Because it's going, it's not going to be objective. It's going to be subjective based on the person sharing the information. You see a news article on Vice or something, and Vice is, is notably uh, democratic, right? Very openly oh. democratic, and it's okay. objective because it's written by a person. You see this, and then. Uh, it, it mentions Republicans and it mentions why Republicans are wrong or what they're doing is wrong. And then, you you know, you're so bombarded by information that you don't really have time to process the source. You don't really have time to process the reason that the source is sharing it. You just, you see it, you hear it, you process what it's saying, and then you go, okay, yeah, like this makes sense or this doesn't make sense. And if it makes sense, you take it as truth. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people now as they take what they see as truth no matter where they see it even if it's objective or i'm sorry subjective the takeaway from this digression is to question the source i guess so whether whether it be news or or a facebook post or instagram instagram um you know and but question it you know you got to think like who's sharing this and what are their intentions and a lot of social media, social media isn't a bad thing, but the commercialization of the money-making factor of these components are what corrupted or I'm sorry. Well, um, yeah, no, I, I would agree that it's corrupted social media. I think the idea of social media, I mean, the word social is in it. So I think the idea is to, you know, share what you're doing as a person, um, connect with other people and, you know, maybe share your ideas and hope that people 
see those ideas and question them with kind of like an intelligent mindset. But I don't think that happens. I think that the commercialization and the capitalistic ideals kind of have tainted social media. You know, you can't scroll through Instagram for two minutes without seeing an ad. Mm -hmm. You can't go through your Facebook feed without seeing an ad for something that you talked about five minutes ago, um, which is scary, by the way. <laughs> like that masterclass conversation we're yeah. having off mic? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we were talking about masterclass. My fiance got that for me for Christmas, a year subscription. I was explaining it to Joey what it was and everything, and I was excited. And, um, you know, we popped open a YouTube video about how to do uh, fix the latency fix on some, fix some latency on this audition. And, uh, you know, it, it was first, a masterclass. Yeah, ad. First ad first was a ad that popped up. And, um, you know, it's kind of scary and that's that's what commoditization and that's what capitalism is doing to social media. And I think that's leaking into people's ideals, especially with influencers on Instagram um, and Snapchat and <laughs> especially with like premium Snapchat accounts and stuff like that. It's like, you know, it's just it, it's it's creating this situation on social media where it's tainting our own mindsets and it's it's influencing around some influencing our own self-esteem uh, and i don't think in most cases that it's good so i mean to take it back to uh, exercise culture? exercise culture that was the largest aggression it was but i think it's all important um i think it all has to do in some sort of way mm. With it's all intertwined. Exercise culture. It's all intertwined. And no, exercise culture as an example of how something that should, that we not necessarily praise, but that we hold to a higher esteem that just you probably should do. Yeah. To make yourself just, not to perfect yourself that you need to exercise, but that it does help you, you know, the whole endorphins. I mean, you know, we all need to exercise. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. Especially where we are. But, um, but, but does exercise make you... A better person does it make you higher held than anyone else no no, no. and it just this, makes you healthier <laughs> and it, no it, it does as a person it helps you as a individual as a human being playing your role in society but the commoditization and commercialization of these verified instagram posts or these accounts and facebook accounts that pretty much sell they're, they're selling the same thing that the Vogue and the Cosmo magazines did way back when. Oh, yeah. They're selling beauty and perfection and, and they're selling know, perfect if bodies. And, they post their workout routines. If you do yeah. this, you're going to look like me. No, exactly. And then you wonder why you don't if you do all this mm -hmm. and then you feel like shit about yourself. Oh, totally. Like, I do that all the time. Not that I work out constantly. No, yeah. I mean, you can't help but to feel inadequate when you go on Instagram and you see, like, this dude or this girl that are doing this routine that look perfect, right? And you see that and you go, look, why don't I look like that? Mm -hmm. It's because I'm not in the gym 24 seven, but you don't think that you just see them and you see you and you go, well, I'm not, I'm not good enough. And right? it's not like they're that's in, a lot of people. Yeah. And I mean, they have lives too. They're people, but the mask that they put on that social media has provided, it has lifted the veil and it's put on another. Okay. It's replaced our veil of privacy and secrecy with a veil of 
Imagination. Instead of it has it's lifted the veil, but it's also replaced it with another one by saying there are no secrets anymore. Everyone knows everything in this instantaneous, technologically advanced world. And yet you can be whoever you want to be. And people have taken that and turned it into I'm only going to show you what I want you to see, mm-hmm. which by commoditization and commercialization has twisted it into this money making scheme to where if I show a lot of this one thing. I can make a profit and I can turn this into a, an empire. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not demonizing people that, you know, fall into this and sorry, I don't mean to say fall into this, but I'm not demonizing the people that actually make money or influence in this way uh, because they're trying to make money. You know, this is, it, it's, it's, a a bi- it's a business mm-hmm. and, it's not their fault that people feel this way. I don't want to get across that way. It's it's kind of social media's fault. It's a little bit of capitalism's fault. Um, it's just the way that things pan out. But I want to go over to this like whole lift the veil, lower the veil kind of thing. I think it's a whole situation that's mixed between like data and persona. Um, I think the persona is you know how you how you show yourself. Um, how you know when people scroll through your instagram page what they see the data is you know everything about you uh, that these websites collect which is fucking crazy by the way oh it's insane no it's it's nuts everything that's uh, why i don't own an alexa no, yeah, they're constantly bad. recording it's bad but any, anyway that that's the whole i guess rift in the modern day with social media and these big tech companies, um, Amazon and Google, I think are the most prominent right Wait, now. Can I stop you right there? Sure. Did you see that video or that article about Jeff Bezos riding a horse it's, no. into like one of the stores? I, I, it's Is somewhere that, in the Midwest. Like he legit just did this the other day. He rode a fucking horse into one of the places that he owned. Yeah. I mean, he owns it, right? Well, yeah. But I mean, he he was so extra that he rode a horse into it. If I was as rich as Jeff Bezos, I would just not give a fuck. Yeah. Especially if I owned it. I don't know. I didn't read the article. I don't know the specifics, but just from the, the I, headline yeah. from that you just gave me, I'd ride a horse into my house like, <laughs> Wait, if I didn't shit everywhere. But let's ask But more, if I had people to clean it up like Jeff Bezos does, but I'd ride a horse into my house. Let's ask the more important question. What's your horse's name? If you bought a horse right now. Is it a male or female? Mm-hmm. It's 2018. Doesn't matter. Good. <laughs> okay. All right. Jesse. No. I don't know. That's that's neutral, right? <laughs> no, I think I'd name mine Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he or she work out? There's a horse. She's constantly standing. Oh, so it's he. Ah, damn it! No, I said. And you she- said it's 2018, right? Yeah, I did. It's not 2018 anymore. Um, oh, not, not to date this. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, you're right. This is coming to you from after the new year. Yeah. Woo. Happy new year. Hope you're yeah. all going great. We but. just dated this. <laughs> Anyways, let, let's not digress. Let's get back to what we're talking about. So, the veils. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Like I was saying, that's it's the whole like uh, rift between lifting and, and lowering the veil right now is, is we have all this information. We choose how we curate it. We choose how we curate our image, but we do not choose how we curate curate our data that we produce in these companies to an extent we can uh, choose how we curate that we can choose how we show it to somebody but it's almost like they're looking into 
looking underneath our skirts, so to speak. Um, it's, it's almost like, you know, social media is, is we choose how to dress, right? We choose the clothes we put on, how we show ourselves, how we express ourselves. But the data is what's underneath. And, and these companies have this x-ray and they're able to see that. Does that make sense? That's scary. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, That's it's, scary. It's in, in, so, it's not like there's this lifted veil and this lowered veil. It's, it's, it's all in a spectrum and it all depends on the access that you're giving somebody. And I think with this whole fitness culture, people have the tendency to think, I guess, that they are in control of what they're showing everybody. But there is this other kind of set of data that may be more or less attainable depending on who you are or what company you own, <laughs> I guess. And, and, and it depends, it depends kind of how famous you are that kind of determines whether or not, it, whether or not that secret information is shared, which goes back to Ken Bone, who became very famous overnight. And then very hated, would you say? No, no, no. I would say uh, people um, were very divided on how they felt about him. <laughs> yeah. Even like Dev was like, he didn't do anything wrong. What did he do? You didn't I, know what he did? No, I never looked into it. Uh, I just heard that he was like doing some stuff. Oh, uh, well, do, you, do you remember the fappening? Yeah. Yeah, when they hacked into all those famous people's iClouds and they leaked all their nudes. Yeah, I mean, was he somebody who did it? No, 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 no. He just made prolific comments on the images thereafter. I don't even know who was in that. It was... No, yeah, it's been out for a few years. Okay, it was... Jennifer Lawrence is the only one I can remember. Yes, yes, yes. But there was some debate because she's like, oh, because there's that porn star that looks like her, which I still haven't found. I know nothing about this. Um, Guys, if you know who this porn star is, um, don't... Send it to me. Oh, okay. I mean, guys or girls, you yes. know, it's 2019. Oh, I apologize. Okay. People, persons. Humans. Yes. Humans. And, and or um, other fluid. Anamorphic. Uh, anamorphic people. Remember those books, or, Anamorphs? Um, yeah. You know. Did you ever read one? Anthropomorphized objects. <laughs> Did you ever read Please those books? Please tell us. Huh? No. Yeah. I just remember seeing memes. Anyway. <laughs> So, so go back to what you were talking about. Well, that, <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ken Bone. He, Ken Bone made some um, he, not prolific but profane, profane. comments on um, very um, lewd and illicit. I I only I only heard of the one personally. So, so what were the comments? Like, were they super just perverted? Or? Yes, yes, yes. My from to my understanding, and don't quote me this because it has been a couple years. Um, I think two or three years to be exact. But anyways. Um, he made a comment on one of, he said Jennifer Lawrence had a tight butthole or something along those lines. Mm. But, the, no, and, and it wasn't what he said because I'm sure we've all made. That does sound pretty objective though. If she's showing her butthole. Yeah, but yeah, but come on. It was, it wasn't the fact that he made those comments because it was the fact that people found it mm. and they exposed it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, 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 all have th- we all have thoughts that we hope people don't find out, not to say that they're that profane or they're that perverse, mm-hmm. but we all have those thoughts that like, oh, these are for me or this is what I'm thinking. If people found this out, everyone would hate me or even yeah. if it, that's what it would seem like. Sure. We all have our secrets that we want to keep secret. It wasn't, it wasn't that what he said. It was the fact that people found it out and he was so blown up that that blew up with him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. We do have these thoughts that 
we wouldn't want to get out or we have these you know goes back to the personas <laughs> that we don't want to yeah it, we don't other want other people to perceive um but that's the whole you know that's the world world we live in that's the data that you know people can choose to share or not share you chose to share and look what happened yeah exactly which also stems some fear <laughs> doesn't that wouldn't that plague you with fear if you knew that everything that you said could be re- recalled oh yeah definitely and uh, that's why I don't own an, uh, I don't own bit you don't own a what Amazon Alexa either <laughs> they're constantly so are our phones though you know how that masterclass ad appeared we give we give I give this permission to use my microphone yeah man when was the last time you read um, terms and agreements from Apple I, I used to really try. I used to really try to do it, but there have been so many updates. I just, I can't keep up. Like, I'm, I'm you know. That's one of ar- my dreams. I'm in architecture just... school now. Like, I just, I've got like five, <laughs> I've got five minutes of free time a day. Hey, remember that studio I lived in? Hmm? Remember that studio I lived in? The studio? The, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, well, before we signed the lease, I sat, it was like a 40, 50 page lease. Cause I mean, they're, it's an establishment. It's not like I'm signing from some just mom and pop dude who owns a house kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sat there and I read through about 40 pages and, and they were just like the lady there before I saw, she was just fucking staring at me. Through 40 pages of reading? Well, yeah. And she's like, are you like, and every, every, like every couple pages, she'd be like, you know, you can just sign it. It's pretty standard. And I was like. I know that, but are you really going to sign something? Signing something says you agree with everything that's inside that packet. Yeah, dude. Which is, I mean, why am I going to sign something that I don't understand? Yeah. At the very least, I mean, like, you could just scan I it. Skim. You know? Yeah. No, no, no. It, it was pretty standard, but then it got kind of iffy. But then it was like, oh, well, you know, I don't have a place to live. I need a place to live kind of thing. Yeah. So I accepted the terms and whatever. But anyways. I had an instructor when it comes to signing things. He would, he would read it. And then he would cross out what he didn't agree with. And then he'd sign it. The, no. No? No. You can't do that? No. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Really? Unless it's agreed upon and redacted from both parties' perspective, just merely lines on a paper so, won't. What? So. so <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay. So, he's wrong. Yes. So, so I guess... From a legal standpoint, what you need, you need, say you give me a document, right? And then there's a clause in there that says, um, at this point, Sean Bosworth will give me his baby, his firstborn. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, can we, this is hypothetical. He's not asking me for legal advice right now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, I mean, we're just discussing, you know, legalities and you're not a lawyer. You give me this document. One of the clauses in this document that I need to sign says, I need to relinquish my firstborn child to you, right? Okay. So, there's a bunch of other shit that I agree with. I don't agree with that one clause, so I cross it out and I sign it. That's not, that cross out is not legally binding. It doesn't discard that clause. No! So, to make make that legally binding, it would need your initials and my initials. Okay. Would that, if, would that count? If that is written into the contract, saying that if there was a little footnote or fine print or a PS mm-hmm. in the bottom of the contract saying that if both parties agree, there will be equal, there will be crossouts, there will be line pen lines through each sentence or passage or whatever okay. with initial by both parties saying that. So it needs to be described. Yes. That, that, need, is, that, that the cross out means mm-hmm. a disagreement. Yes. Okay. Because once you sign at the at the dotted line, you're saying that you agree to everything that's in there. Um, future pen marks or after pen marks won't do shit. 
Mm-hmm. If it is something that you don't agree with, then a new draft has to be drawn up. Okay. With the passenger sentence omitted. Nice. And also, you can't sign a contract with something that's illegal. So, like if I, like prostitution, for example, in California, yeah. it is illegal. But giving up your firstborn child is not illegal. No, it is. You can't, well, okay, well, if we're talking There's about adoption, like, dude. Y- yeah. <laughs> He's not taught my child. See, that was good. It was giving up your firstborn child wasn't described, so you throw. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yes, yeah. you can adopt, but if it was merely like a back alley trade, you can't do that. Anyways, what are we doing here? We're gonna get some green apple vodka and mix it with grapefruit with some soda water. Grapefruit soda water. This is gonna be. <laughs> I can already tell citrus and apple. It's a. It's gonna be a very interesting combination. But hey, we're drinking about it, right? Gotta continue. There we go. That was satisfying. Ooh, what's that? You guys want some ASMR stuff? Some ASMR stuff? You guys want some ASMR? We are doing ASMR right now. This is how you know we're a few ones deep. This is how you know that we are a few ones deep. <laughs> hey, give me that can. I'm almost done. Thank you, sir. Do you like how these are cold? And it's uh, not refrigerated. <laughs> yeah, we're outside. We are um, very intrigued by the fact that our soda can be cold by just being outside. Uh, because I live in San Diego, where it's sixty degrees or up all the time. And Joey lives in San Luis Obispo. I do. Where it is colder than wait, how what? It's colder than San Diego, but it's not this cold. No, 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 no. Wait, what? What is it like? Thirty right now? Oh, it's forty. I mean, that's like refrigerator cold. So yeah, well, yeah, refrigerators aren't. Yeah, this, we're refrigerator cold right now. We're being refrigerated. It tastes like I'm drinking soap. <laughs> I feel like I just walked into a public bathroom with my mouth open. <laughs> ah. Wait, we gotta we gotta tell them what you're doing. It's it's apple vodka. Green with apple the, vodka with some grapefruit. Yeah, soda it, it water. tastes like I am standing underneath a hand soap dispenser, yeah. and I just squirted mm-hmm. it into my yeah. mouth. But it hey, does. you know it's it, not bitter, so like really shitty candy. It's a oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. It's like like you're the parent of a child at a school, and you walked in to check them out early. <laughs> the secretary has some candy at the oh. front desk that hasn't been touched in five years, and it's just stuck together. And you just take it and you unwrap the clump of five candies and you put it in your mouth. That's what this tastes like. Oh, and the candy is from uh, Dollar Tree. Is it like those strawberry ones wrapped in that like tin foil looking wrapper? Those are better than this. Really? Have you ever tried one? Have I ever tried one? Yes. That's my childhood, dude. Really? My grandma used to buy those all the time. Oh, my grandma had sugar-free Werther's because she's diabetic. I had the non-sugar-free, which were <laughs> sugarful. Those are good. I found a Werther's uh, wrapper behind my parents' dryer yesterday <laughs> when our water heater exploded. It sprung a leak. We'll say that. Okay. Um, That's fair. And just thinking back, man, that was so shitty. It was really bad. Oh, you're, you're jumping into the game, huh? I'm getting some fucking dish soap pouring into my mouth the, right now. What's this apple? Is happy? Uh, yeah, so so it just started leaking. And uh and and you know, I'm home for the holidays from school and my mom's like oh, shit. <laughs> so I go over there and like this water heater is from nineteen then we looked at the tag, the inspector tag, 
1961. What year is it right now? It's 2019. That's, what, 50 plus years? Yeah. Damn. Almost, almost, almost Damn. 60 I'm years. I'm taking showers at your house. That wasn't a bad water heater. No. There was a, oh shit, I want to say almost a foot of sediment inside the thing. Oh my god. Just from city water. But yeah, anyway, this thing started leaking and the water was like, it wasn't brown. I won't say it's brown. It was mostly clear. Most of it was clear. But the edges of the water, the stuff that started leaking out first, it was kind of tan against the white (laughs) tile on the floor. Um, And, uh, it was gross. It was pretty gross. It didn't smell good. Um, Anyway, yeah, it smelled bad. Like, just not bad, but off. Like, not what water would. Anyway. Wait, did I tell you the other day my shower backed up? Oh, no. My shower backed up. That's gross. It was, I was right, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go to, um, <clears throat> I was, where was I going? I was supposed to go somewhere for dinner. And um, I genuinely forget, I'm not like omitting it for the podcast. It was, this was a while ago. This was before, a couple of weeks before Christmas. I was supposed to go somewhere for dinner and um, I was jumping in the shower and my shower just backs up. It's disgusting, dude. And it was literally a pool. It was like oh. two or three inches above the drain. Oh, no. And so, like, I was standing in there showering or I was preparing for a shower. And um, it just started pooling. I was like, what the fuck? So, I jump out. And since it happened to me, it's my problem. It's not any of my roommate's problem. So, I have to fix it, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, I didn't get to take a shower. I still went. I still made it. But um, just looking like a, Wait. a degenerate. What? Did it back up or did it? Just not drain. Both. Oh, so it did back up. Yes. Did you try flushing the toilet? Yes. Really? Yes. It didn't work? Uh Uh-huh. And I was talking to one of my roommates and he's like, oh, this has been way worse. I'm like, you're okay with this? You're you're okay with this like cesspool of shit coming up from the drain? Yeah, did you realize that that's from the sewer line? Like there's not two separate lines? Does he know that? (laughs) Yeah, anyways, he was just like, oh, just pour some Drano in it. But anyways, no, I had to cut time out of my, like an hour out of my day to go buy a snake, to try and snake the drain. And I mean, at least with my shower, the drain goes down and then it takes a, sh- a 90 degree turn into the wall, which like most drains probably do. But well, they usually, it's called a P-trap, so it usually goes down and then uh, takes a 180 degree turn back up. Is that and what? And then goes down. Oh, yeah. Okay, that well, makes sense. Well, anyways, I couldn't... It's just, you know, so that there's a pool of water there so that uh, gases from the sewer line don't come through. Anyways, I couldn't get the shit out of it enough for it to go down. And I just, I just was like, fuck it. You know, I spent an hour on this. I bought like $30 worth of Drano. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't know if you know this, but we have to Drano all our drains twice a year, tw- two to three times a year, just for it, for that to not happen. That sucks. Do you guys have like tree roots growing into your lines? I have no idea. You got to snake that shit. I tried. No, no. You got to get a professional to come out and snake the, the line. All right. So the one in the sink in our bathroom, you know, you've been there. Um, it's just so old. Like the house is built in like the 20s or some shit. It's just no like, shit. Well, okay. It's just super fucking old. I don't know how old. It's probably as old as your house, but it's just a super fucking old house. And so I tried snaking the sink and like literally I didn't pull up shit or like hair or anything like that. Um, I just pulled up like grime, like just scraping the insides of the pipes. Oh, oh it's terrible. Um, we just had our God. sink replaced in the kitchen because it was backing up. 
or the faucet yeah. it was leaking and it was getting everything underneath the sink wet so uh have you shared any of this on instagram um no because i don't have an instagram oh, so you're immune i'm not immune i'm more exhausted and by extension of being exhausted, you're immune. Not necessarily, because I hear, like, just today we were having a conversation, oh, you don't have Instagram. Like, that comes up. I get almost judged for not having one. Yeah, because, you know, you're not part of today's modern culture. I'm not part, I'm an old man. But it sucks, you know, like, I would wish, I wish I had a flip phone. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. I wish I had a flip phone all the time, too. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> Yes. Friend from third grade. We just became best friends. How long have we known each other, Sean? Uh, what did I just say? Third grade? I third, think that's it. Third grade. How old were you in third grade? Uh, how old was I in third grade? What, we started kindergarten at five years old? So you're eight? So I think you're eight or nine, right? And how old are we now? Uh, how old am I? I think I'm 23, I think. Um, how many people? Almost 24. How many people like you? How many people like me? I wish I knew. <laughs> Good thing it's nobody. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm 23 too, so disclaimer, no one likes me too. Um, at least, at least 20 people like me. At least. I hope that. And I'm out of the loop. Do you mean like as in like Instagram follow? Oh, like, shit. Like my posts? Because oh. the average of that is like 40, which is nothing. Oh, yeah. You know, even my cats. They have more followers than you, dude. <coughs> They're cats. <laughs> of course, they have more followers. followers They're than cow me. kitties. Uh, we're not getting into that. You've compared either. your cats' followers to my followers. Would you like me to show you? You can, but I've, I'm just asking. You've compared that. I actually have no idea. That's a weird comparison. I'll show you another. Any uh, anyone who's wondering. Joey's cats, um, their follower count is at 48. I don't think that's more than mine. I think mine is like at Damn 400. It. Oh, fuck, but really? If, if you want to, um, I'm going to give a little plug here. If you want to follow Joey's cats, it's moo underscore and underscore blue. And blue, uh, for like, those who are wondering, is spelled B-L-E-U. Like, like the, the cheese. Pre- like, yeah, like the pretentious cheese. Fuck. Oh, blue cheese uh, is delicious. It's not always spelled B L E U. Sometimes it's spelled B L U E, like uh, the color. People. Yeah, blue cheese. Let's uh, let's look this up. Let's do a little research. Just go to Google. It's I know right there. sometimes I, I'm I a little disabled that. to research, but you can disable that. What? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. No, uh, I'm talking about when you are. I'm using an iPhone X. When you're on the home screen and you swipe down and you get the little um, suggested applications, Joey disabled that and I did not know that that was possible. Yes, you can. That's interesting. Do you want to okay. know why? Because people grab my phone and they check what I use. I'm like, I don't want you fucking saying what I use. Who who grabs your phone, enters your password, and checks what you use? Me? You just did that. <laughs> Literally. No, no, I didn't do it. Five seconds ago. That That's my process. And you want to know why? Is because I was on my phone way too much last year. At the last quarter of last year, I needed to do something to change it. So um, I moved. I'll, don't take the phone. I'll check it. Um, <laughs> last year, yeah, last quarter of last year, I was on my phone way too much. So I needed to do something to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did is I made every app on my phone that I used too much 
incredibly hard to access Can and you find. Teach me how to do that. I just put it in a folder, like that didn't make sense. Okay. And I made my my home screen nothing, and every app that I used or all my folders were on the screen to the right. So I'd have to swipe to the right. I'd have to go through this like maze of folders to find my app. So now I'm used to just swiping down, clicking on the app that I use the most, and then using that. So that's why I did that. Not to not to check. Um, you gotta show your face to the phone. Damn it! My eyes are open. You know that's one of the things they were worried about when Face ID first came out? Is that they would use it when people were sleeping? No, because your eyes have to be open. I've tried. It doesn't work. Um, not on other people, but on myself. Like when I first wake up, um, you know, your eyes aren't fully open. So I look at my phone and it keeps like beeping at me like fucking open your eyes or like I, can't. I hate that. Yeah, right? Like, you know when you wake up and you have one eye open? Yes, it yeah. won't it won't oh, read no, it. That's horrible. But no, what they worried about is that like say like cops are like you're say you got arrested and they need to see something on your phone. Mm-hmm. That how they can just point it at your face and then you know it say you're good kind of thing. I'm going to take it back to this. Blue cheese. I spelled it B L E U. Uh you know what? It auto corrected to B L U E. Blue cheese. You know what? He's a fancy cat. And the, uh, <laughs> the Wikipedia article. <laughs> on blue cheese. The Wikipedia is blue, B-L-U-E. The Wikipedia article for blue cheese, if you guys are super, if you guys are that lazy, we will post it on the the notes of the show. I'll read the first paragraph. Okay, all right. Blue cheese is a general classification of cheeses that have been, uh, had cultures, sorry, cheeses that have had cultures of the mold penicillium added so that the final product is spotted or veined throughout with blue or blue-gray mold and carries a distinct smell either from that or various specially cultivated bacteria. Some blue cheeses are injected with spores before the curds form, and others have spores mixed in with the curds after they form. Blue cheese is typically aged in a temperature-controlled environment such as a cave. Blue cheeses can be eaten by themselves or can be spread, crumbled, or melted onto or over foods. You know what? The whole talk about spores, that's fucking blue. <laughs> I can't. That, yeah. Blue cheese is good, but spores, like, that's a gross word. Um, well, you know, but I don't think spores are that bad, but honestly, that's just how blue cheese is cultured. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay, I, okay. Well, speaking of culture... <laughs> we gotta go back to uh, that was a long yeah, fitness culture. I I think it's important that we keep digressing um, because you know these are important things. You know, blue cheese, uh, moon blue. You know, these are important. They and, were the most important things in my life. But yeah, oh, man, I'm sorry. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Breaks my heart. We'll get into that in the next episode, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but your cat's name. Sorry, it's spelled wrong. No, it's but not, it's cool. It's not spelled wrong. That was the condition on which he was purchased. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Fitness culture. Um, I feel like we've exhausted this. No, no, no. We have it's, not. It was a good stimulant for your. It was. It was a good catalyst. You're right. You're right. But we have not exhausted this. But Sean, let me. Do you mind if I hit you with a thought experiment for a second? Hit me in the face, dude. With this thought experiment. What is culture to you? 
What is culture? That's not a thought experiment. That's not the thought experiment. But let, is, me, let me preface the thought experiment with the question. To me personally, mm-hmm. what, is, what is culture? I think it's a body of people, a body of perceptions. Okay. Um, that, that are perceiving specific idea. I think that is culture. To be within a culture is to be within an idea. It's to be within a certain, I guess, flavor of society, right? Mm. That's what a culture is to me personally. And that's completely subjective. There's a lot of definitions of culture. And culture is is very subjective. We're not going for the denotation, which is the dictionary definition of culture, because culture really is that. Culture is subjective. It is to its own individual. But let me ask you this, John. What if you woke up tomorrow with no culture? You know the shirt that you're wearing right now, the jacket that you're wearing, the pants, the shoes, the socks, the the beanie, the fucking beard you have right now comes from somewhere. Just the style of it all. Well, yeah, literally everything exactly. has a culture behind it. So where would you be, say you wake up tomorrow with no culture? What I'd would you be, do? I guess, naked? Well, no, I would wouldn't you? exist. Like, Joey, literally everything has culture. You cannot be without it. Like my shoes, okay? They're Birkenstock clogs, whatever. They have a culture behind them. Uh, the culture what of... Are those? <laughs> fuck you. That the, was a callback. But. The, the, the culture of the people who invented them. Um, the culture of the company. Uh, the culture of, um, I don't know, even down to uh, the quality control inspectors. There's a culture within my shoes alone. Um, not to mention the culture of the style of the shoes. Do you mind if I chime in for a second? I guess, yeah. And this is pulling from my college education. And and before before I took said classes, I thought culture was a society. Culture was us. But okay. I took this class and it was it was more of culture is the lens that you view the world. Not necessarily societal, not necessarily communal. Sure. But say, like, there are some things that I do that you may not agree with or you may think are different Mm -hmm. because it is not within the culture, which is the lens that you view your world through. Sure. But do you see where I'm going with that, right? No, yeah. I mean, mean, it's, it's not so much societal as it is individual, which at the same time, it is societal. Okay. But... It's not. Well, yeah, no, no, totally. I mean, there's different cultures, and I'm using that word in your sense, mm-hmm. um, that think that cannibalism is, <laughs> you know, required for a loved one to move on after they die. You know, you need to eat their body for their soul to move on. And that's a culture, right? Well. That's a society with a certain viewpoint. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Well, well let's take that massive leap. And say that. Okay, yeah, no, it is no, no, a massive no, leap. No, 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 no. You're right. It's not a massive leap, but I don't think I know enough to cite that saying, yes, there is a culture out there that believes that cannibalism is the only way to move on. Unless you know. There, there is. Oh, okay. I don't know specifically what. Tribe? Tribe. I, I guess you can oh. call it a tribe. Can or, you call it a tribe? Is that is that a pejorative? Is that. I think, I mean, I on? believe they're indigenous to the area that they occupy, but I'm not sure what area okay. that is. I'm, I'm just saying that, no, what you're saying is true. Mm-hmm. That view of culture is also true. But I think that, as with every other word in the English language that makes the English language difficult to understand, there's different versions of that word. Mm-hmm. So there's a version of culture which means, uh, you know, it's, it's a certain 
group of society in a certain area of the world that views things in this certain way, mm-hmm. right? But there's also the idea of culture as it's this certain group of people that hold these certain similar uh, similar views, right? Oh, definitely. Well, and, and I think those are both the same thing, but just at different scales. And that's where you learned your individual lens from. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we go back to lenses, right? Mm-hmm. And lenses are that view that we have. Okay. Um, that was a brief digression from... I guess, but yeah, so so we'll go back to culture, which is like, if I woke up with no culture, what would that mean? It's like... Where would you go to the bathroom? Where would I go to the bathroom? Outside? I don't know. Like, would Could I just you? go on myself? Because nobody says that it's wrong. Exactly, right? like, exactly, exactly. There's no culture well, to tell me. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> that That's what in the whole personal lens, yes, it is societal. Yes, it is your upbringing. The whole nature versus nurture argument. And that's fucking fantastic. But what I'm saying is, is that if you woke up tomorrow, what... what would you put on what would you wear what would you do how would you act i would need to figure everything out for myself if i woke up with no culture i would be nude right (laughs) because the clothes wouldn't exist nude and rude and crude nude and rude and crude um clothes wouldn't exist and uh okay you know i don't know it's it's a hard question to answer it kind of forces you To yeah, think about you're definitely right. You're definitely what, right. what culture has implicit, uh, what culture has imposed onto us, and what we just do because people do around us. Ooh, that's good. We're gonna touch on that in the next podcast. <laughs> ways. So, so I mean, since we're on the subject subject of gym culture or fitness culture, is do we just feel like we need to exercise because? The people that we not associate with, but see all the time, nice, yeah, uh, are doing this thing, and it's creating this sort of culture in the subculture of social media. Are we just seeing this and thinking it's what we need to do because that's the culture, um, or is it something that we know, you know, we need deep down, or is it, a, you know, is it a mixture of both? I don't know. I don't. I think. Do you mind if I chime in my personal opinion? No, you're no longer a part of this podcast. Just oh, me talking. fuck! Am I getting cut out? <laughs> yeah, Is this fuck, the moment? Fuck off, dude. Oh, fuck! All right, guys. This is gonna be Sean next time. I love you. This has been fun. Yeah, Joey is uh, no longer allowed. To oh, yeah, it's not like it's. Okay, what? <laughs> What's your personal opinion? No, no, no. Wait, can we? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little sloppy. This is how many? How many deep are we in? I th- or that's the point of this right we drink about it <laughs> we're drinking about it with you guys if you guys want to play along while drinking green apple vodka and some grapefruit soda water yeah we're just gonna kill it oh wow are we okay all right um this isn't a oh okay am i getting some more um wow this is a all right um what were we talking about <laughs> You're going to chime in with your personal opinion. Yes, but what were we talking about prior to me saying, let me chime in with that personal opinion? I was uh, I was talking about gym culture and, and, you know, whether exercise is something that we need or is it something, uh, sorry, <laughs> when, if exercise is something <laughs> we, need we know we need or is it something that we do just because we see other people on Instagram doing it? Dude, it's like you read my mind. No, no, no. But okay. 
Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> what I was getting into was that is it something that not I mean we all know we need exercise, right? I yeah. mean, oh, we all know we desire to be that person mm-hmm. who exercises freely frequently and enough to make ourselves happy but is it more of because of the commoditization or commercialization of instagram the amount of money that these people make um the workout videos they post is it more of a need created rather than a need innately bred in us as human beings i think uh the extent of the need or the extent of the exercise and or lifestyle is created but I don't think the need of the actual act is created. I think, you know, we need to get out. We need to walk. We need to jog. Um, we need to, you know, get the blood flowing <laughs> in our in our capillaries, as we were talking about earlier oh, today. What were we talking about earlier today? Uh, we were just talking about, like, you know, when, when you don't exercise for a year or more, um, your capillaries collapse um, in certain areas of your body. And... Um, you know, have <laughs> rubbed essential oils, peppermint oil oh, on those areas. Tell that, me more. That, that those arteries, or those uh, arteries, be <laughs> that those capillaries collapse, Rub so they don't itch when I run. Um, after not running for a while, mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about. But anyway, so what I was saying I was that, um, uh, essentially by through participating in social media by seeing these people. Uh, portraying themselves in certain ways the extent of the need of exercise is is kind of hyperbolized um it's it's made more than what we need um it's the the extent of the exercise that we need to do is created by these influencers um and yet we still need this activity we still need to do this thing um, we still need to, you know, maintain our bodies because our bodies are vessels for our minds um, and they need to be healthy and they need to be able to support our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm feeling that. That there needs to be something we do. However, it doesn't need to be all we do. You know, we need to tailor our minds to our own experiences. We need to tailor our minds to um, create if that's your if that's your game you know um or you know we need to tailor our minds to complete the actions which we believe um is our niche but you know at the same time we need to maintain our bodies so that our minds can do that right so it needs to be a balance between uh, mental and physical it's not all physical the commercialization of these exercise or exercising workout culture, fitness culture of these Instagrams, of these social medias are portraying is that this is something that we need that we cannot achieve without following their plan. Mm-hmm. No, totally. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucked up, dude. It's, uh, it's kind of just instilling this ideal in a lot of people and um, this ideal that can't be achieved and this ideal that really, you know, doesn't even need to be achieved. Wait. What's up? Can I back you up there for a second? I guess. You said this ideal that doesn't need to be achieved. What What did you – can we clarify that a little bit? Just No, me? yeah. I mean, okay. So we're looking 
at a human as a two-part thing, right? As a consciousness and a vessel. Am I right there? I don't... We're getting a little... Do you want to disagree? I don't know. I mean... That's how I see it. Okay. That's, it's two parts. It's that it's, is your that is your personal opinion. I sure. Will, yeah. I or I mean, it's also backed up by you know and um, respect that. <laughs> no, no, no. Merely just philosophically from like the Cartesian dualism, which is one is a body, one is a mind. That whole thing, and that was debunked by not necessarily saying that they're different, but merely that one is within itself. Sure. I mean, yeah. We are we are a whole, right? Yes. Pretty much. Like, you know, you feel what you feel and mm-hmm. you see what you see and you're experiencing your own senses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, what's your brain? You know, it's just an organ. Is it an organ? It's an organ. An organ. Yeah, an organ. An organ. It's, it's an organ. Just a part of your mat, uh, your matter, your material being. But at the same time, it contains everything. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is, is we're two parts. We're... This consciousness that's sentient um, and where this body that supports that consciousness. I mean, to an extent, like, yeah, we need to maintain it uh, uh, so that, you know, it's good enough. You know, it, it, it coincides with the culture that we're in. Unconscious kind of way is your body is a reflection of your own perception, mm-hmm. right? Of, of your consciousness, and if, of if the type of person that you are, and if all that's everyone's getting is my body looks like this. Oh, I'm doing this at the gym. Oh, I'm going out and running ten miles a day. Oh, I'm making games, doing a fuck ton of CrossFit. Like that, literally all that they're showing their people. Right. That's all that we can perceive that them doing. So. Oh yeah. What we're imagining what is wrong with us is that we don't do that. We don't run 10 miles a day. And I'm very light on this whole normal person or this neurotypical person. Mm -hmm. If we want to be PC. Uh, (laughs) Not Mac, but PC. Uh, uh, That is the whole thing. Like if we want to be, if we want to look like people that surround us or that we surround ourselves with via social media... Avoid situations to where we are feeding ourselves bad stuff. Not necessarily okay. Not necessarily bad stuff, but stuff that would distract us or take us away from being in the gym twenty four seven. Because that's not what's gonna. That's not what's shown to us. That's not what's gonna promote our best selves. Just yeah. like the Instagram or Facebook or Twitter feeds that we're looking at that promote that. No, and I can see how a lot of people feel that way, um, especially with the exposure that they have to this sort of situation um however i think we all need to take a second and realize um that this sort of culture is just a commoditization it's it's just uh, somebody going on instagram posting to influence and, and and posting i mean whether it is to feel good about themselves or not uh, it's not, I guess, a reality. I bought yourself a drink, dude. How many um, are we deep? It's, it's, you're probably six. I don't know. What? Um, you're keeping up with me. Really? Uh, well, I guess I am now. Yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's not, um, a normal reality to just be 
at the gym 24 seven, unless you don't have a job and somebody supports you and somebody pays for your house and your bills, your phone bill, your water bill, your electricity bill, your garbage bill. Like it's, it's not a reality to just be working on your body 24 seven and nor should it be. It shouldn't be that you're just working on this one half of yourself for eternity, for your eternity, for as long as you're alive. Um, you should be working on, on both sides of you, your, your mentality and your body. And I think that that is one thing that Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat doesn't, doesn't get across to everybody. It's just, you see this image of somebody and you see like what they're doing to better themselves in, in most people's eyes. Um, okay. And you know, it's, it's not entirely indicative of what we need to do for ourselves. Can I back you up there? You said to quote unquote better themselves. I mean, is are that, you asking what I mean by that? Yeah, well, okay. Yes. Please clarify. So better themselves in terms of, of better their body. You know, that's what I meant by that is like a lot of people tend to miss the fact that we have these two separate parts. Like they look at, you know, oh man, like I'm getting fucking ripped or like, oh, my butt looks so good or like my waist is getting so thin. And then they take that and then they go, yeah, I'm getting better, right? At better the same at, time, better at, what, at the same time, their mental health may be suffering. And yet they're feeding their, that instant validation, the instantaneous gratification mm-hmm. with, oh, this is how good I'm looking. This is... How many followers? There's so many likes I'm getting on my pictures. Right, no, and, and yeah, and the like thing, the <laughs> follower thing, like that's so, that's such a gratification. And then that feeds into the mental health thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you trying to replace? I concur. Are you doing, are, are you, you know, lacking in your mental health and then you need to get followers to make up for that? And then also, you know, this, this whole body image thing is is replacing that that you're missing mm-hmm. or you know i think i think that might be what it is in some scenarios um but but coming back to how that influences people is you know you see that on instagram uh snapchat facebook or what, whatever what whatever platform. platform you would like to choose and Twitter, that influences, you know, your decisions in life and the things that you value and what you think is most important to change about yourself. And you start to think, you know, maybe if I worked out a little bit more, um, I would be a better person. But that's not true. There's more than just that to focus on. So I think this whole fitness culture is kind of contributing to this disease of mental health that, um, you know, people are are not attributing their mental health correctly they're not attributing the things that they need to do to better themselves correctly right okay do, do you agree with that i i see the logic in what you're saying okay but at the same time i do see those people who are contributing in it correctly and doing it as they love that don't intend the consequences to be the consequences of what they're posting from a mere devil's advocate position. So there are these people who work out, not all the time, but a good amount of the time, or no, no, I'm sorry, who make time daily or 
multiple times a week to go to the gym to feel good about themselves not yeah. necessarily to be compensated or feel good by the results but feel good by just merely going working out feels good sure can, can we agree on that no of, of course <laughs> i mean no okay so let me back up let me kind of recant i guess what i was trying to say i'm not saying that working out is a destructive behavior right and i guess what i was trying to say was coming off that way um what i'm trying to say is that's not the only behavior that people should take and i feel like social media kind of contributes to that delusion Mm -hmm. right because sometimes you know you go on social media and you see somebody that's you know attractive and they just all their posts are them working out right and that contributes to that delusion that that's that's all i need to do to be a better person mm, right or to get me to their level to get to to their level to get the amount of likes to get the amount of followers to get the amount of people to love me to get that amount of support exactly yeah or validation i guess is a better word Mm. um so what i was trying to say was not just you know exercise isn't enough to make you a better person it was more i guess the idea that i was trying to say or come across to with was that there's a little bit more that you need to do than just exercise, um, which is what it seems there's like. There's a lot more that you need to do. There's mental health. Um, there's there's recognition of your mental state that needs to happen. Self awareness. Yeah, sure, definitely. And I'm not trying to, um, you know, discredit anybody who does influence for uh, some sort of you know physical activities or anybody who does fitness influencing on instagram or facebook or snapchat sometimes that sort of platform or that sort of status can mislead people to think that that's all they need to do that's all that they need to do to you know become healthy in a sense uh, but when healthy is part body, part mind, and, and it's two parts, and it's they're equally important. So maybe it's not more of an effort on their part as it is the people who are portraying it, or not even, and, I'm, and I don't mean to disparage these people who make a living, or these people who run a business, or these people who make it their goal to just fucking show themselves at the gym. Like on like with social media, that is the persona that they've taken on, and we're not disparaging anybody here because we're all friends, but <laughs> we're not all friends. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, fuck you, ISIS. Yeah, I fuck ISIS. Anyways, I'm not friends with you. Are we friends with ISIS? Does ISIS listen no. to this podcast? Uh, if they do, then we should let them know that we are not friends with them. The takeaway from this is. Look at what your input is. Look at what you're receiving and think, you know, you know, why are they saying this? What is their opposition? What are they trying to say? And why are they saying it? Is is anybody supporting them? Is anybody paying them? Are they is it objective or is it subjective? Are they opinions or are they facts? Um, are they using words like the Democrats or the Republicans, are they grouping societies or cultures into one 
kind of group and then, you know, putting them down or taking their collective assumed opinions and, and, and like contorting <laughs> them, right? I don't know. Just the the whole kind of takeaway is is kind of look at what you're receiving and interpret that and look at where it's coming from and, and kind of be more woke for kind of a lack Whoa, of better term. It's 2019. We got a new term for that. What is that? I don't know, but I'm going to be All right, you need to coin the new term <laughs> right now if you're going to say we have a new term because woke is kind of the best. Can we do awakened? Yeah. Awokened? Oh, my God, yeah. Can we coin that? Can we fuck? We're, We're coining, coining that right, right now. now. We're coin, yes. coining that right now. Awokened. So, so look at your input. Right? Look at whatever, whatever Instagram post facebook post snapchat story you're receiving and kind of try to be more awokened damn all right all right so we're wrapping up we're nearly the end we're nearing the end i'm sorry if i'm a bit sloppy i'm sorry if we're a bit sloppy i think that's the whole point of this is to just you know talk about something get sloppy the whole point of this is to just drink about it yeah we're gonna just drink about it so thanks for joining us my name is sean I'm Joe. And we just drank about it. Later, guys.